0: you share that with your neighbor just point at somebody point at three or four people and just say i know he is good i know he is good for those who are watching virtually just put hashtag that in the comments i know he is good my testimony to you is i know i know he is good you don't have to tell me he's good hallelujah i know for myself I know he is good. Hallelujah. I know he is good. Somebody ought to give God some praise right there. Hallelujah. I know that he is good. I've tried him for myself. Hallelujah. Songwriter said he's sweet. I know. Dark clouds may rise and stormy winds may blow. Say, but I'll tell the world wherever I go that I found a savior and he's sweet I know somebody say I know hallelujah come on put those hands together and give God some praise hallelujah you may be seated in the house of the Lord grateful to God today for his goodness for his mercy and his kindness towards us And hallelujah I thank God for each of you we certainly have overcome come too many things we've come through too many things Not to testify of how good God is. Somebody uh, somebody said, I I know I've come through too much. I've seen too much. I've seen what's happening in the world. I've seen what's happening to other people. I've seen people who haven't made it to where I am right now. I wish I had a witness in here this morning. I've come through too much and I've seen too much. Not to give God the glory, the honor, and the praise for what he's done. songwriter put it this way he said i never would have made it there are reasons why i shouldn't have made it i wish i had help here this morning there are reasons why i shouldn't have made it to where i am right now but i praise god that i'm here i praise god that i'm here right now so many weak reasons i wouldn't have made it so many reasons i shouldn't be here so many reasons i should have lost my mind but some way somehow somehow I didn't deserve it either I didn't earn it there was nothing special about me as to why I've made it this far but some somehow through the grace and mercy of God I've made it this far and I just want to give God the glory I just want to give God the honor I just want to give God his credit I want to give God the praise hallelujah Lord I didn't deserve it but Lord I thank You. I didn't earn it Lord but I thank You. I messed up along the way but you blessed me anyway and for that Lord I just want to say thank you didn't always do what I should have done but I made it and Lord I just want to say just want to say thank you in fact that's the only thing I can do I I can't earn it I can't deserve it the the least I can do is say Lord I, I, I thank you Lord I thank you I thank you Hallelujah. I can't do anything else, Lord, but say I thank you. I can't pay enough to to earn it, Lord. I say thank you. There's nothing I can do that makes me worthy of what you've done. So the only thing that I can offer is my praise. The only thing I can offer is my worship. Lord, I just say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I say thank you. Hallelujah. Lord, I say thank you. Oh, Lord, I dare you to worship him right now. Lord, I say thank you. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Forgive me for not being as grateful as I should. Forgive me for not being as thankful as I should be. Lord, I just want to say hallelujah. I just want to say Thank you oh Lord, forgive me for not taking enough moments just to tell you how thankful and how grateful I am. Lord, I I thank, Lord, I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. I challenge you, those in this place, those who are watching. You want to make a resolution let's spend some more time some quiet time being grateful some reflective time being thankful to God for what he has done for how he has blessed us for how he has kept us for how he has brought us up until right now Lord I just want to say thank you and Lord I'm so grateful You preserved my life when I didn't deserve it. You kept me when I didn't even desire to be kept. You loved me more than I loved myself. You provided for me, Lord, when I was unknowledgeable, when I was too stupid to do the right thing. But Lord, you provided for me and you kept me safe from myself. And for that, Lord, I just want to say, Say thank you. I want to say thank you. Come on, put those hands together. Let's give God hallelujah. Give God some praise, Lord. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning we're following our theme. For 2022. On last week we shared the first part of this message. Our our theme for the year is loading. By loading, that means that God is in planning, God is doing some things in 2022. Some things that we have not seen, some things that we will see. And on last week, our topic was wait for it. And it wasn't our intention to make it a two-part, but that's just how God kind of led us. So I want to share second part of that topic of that thought wait for it on today. We're coming from Romans the eighth chapter and we're looking at verses 24 and 25. On last week as part of this wait for it we were trying to break things down and that's my I just want to give you my thought process in these messages. It's I want to be inspirational but also in ministering to you I want you to know, what do I do with what you're sharing? I need you to, uh, it's good to say that that was inspirational and that was a powerful message. But then what do you do with that message the rest of the week? So that's why we try to break things down in the what's and the why's and the how's. Because we want to give you what God is saying, but we want to give you in parts that you can use it when you go home. So on last week, we shared the what, and I can't go back there because if I start going back, I won't get to the why. So for those of you who are watching virtually, if you did not get a chance, please, after this message, go back and check out our YouTube channel. And our topic last week was wait for it, but we discussed what am I waiting for. But on today, we're going to talk about why am I waiting? Why am I waiting? The word of the Lord there in Romans 8, 24 and 25, if you'll follow us there, the word says, for in this hope we were saved. Now, hope that is seen is not hope. For why do we hope for that which we see? Then the word says, but if we hope for that which we do not see, we do with patience wait for it. If when we hope for that which we do not see, we do with patience, wait for it. So our topic again today is wait for it. And we're going to discuss the why we're waiting. Now, last week we talked about what and what. I'm just going to hit two things. What tell, what you got to make sure you're waiting for the right thing. And then you have to consider if you're waiting for certain things you might have to look at your heart because sometimes your heart is not in the right place. So now we're assuming our heart is in the right place and we're waiting for the right thing. So then why are we yet waiting? And I found, and and, and for our discussion today, I found three different categories as as to why we wait. Three different categories as to why we wait. And we're going to talk about those three this morning. The first thing I want to discuss in why we wait is that there are things that are accessible to us that we just have not laid hands on. I want to talk about those accessible things. When I say accessible, that means that if you have the knowledge, you can just go put your hands on. Sometimes it's a matter, some of you, they'll tell you all the time that knowledge is power. There are many things I'm going to tell you right now. There are a lot of things that you all right now you're waiting for. That if you had the right information, you could just go get it. Just, just being honest. There, there's, 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 there's a lot of things right now that you want, that you desire. Some of the things that you, that you need. But if you had the right information and the right knowledge, you could just go get it. We have Uncle Fred here this morning he worked with with IRS, I can tell you right now, if you have the right information, he can tell you that there are some tax breaks that you can take advantage of that are made available to you. You just don't know it. And because you don't know it, you're not laying hands on something that is accessible to you. When I say accessible, I want to make this clear because then we're going to talk about what you pursue next. But by accessible, that means you don't have to run after it. If you just have the knowledge, you can just go get it just go get it. I I tell the story all the time that you know my my brother and I went to the movie theater one time and we, we walked in and all of a sudden there was this line and we saw the line and we said what's this line for? I said I don't know. Let's just get in it. So we got in the line and at the end of the line they gave us free tickets to a movie. So we took those tickets and we went and saw a movie. It was accessible it's just we had to have knowledge. Anybody else who was in our position could have gotten in the same line and obtained the right thing. But it's just about knowledge. Knowledge will help you to access certain things. So, so, so when we say knowledge, then how do I how do I seek knowledge? If, any, if anybody desires wisdom, the Bible tells me to ask of God. Is that, is that, is that what your Bible says? So that, that, that means if I lack certain things, if I lack certain knowledge and wisdom, it may be simply that I have not asked. One thing that the, my, my father, the late uh, Pastor Larry Crispin Singer, always told me, and this was just his way, and for those who know him, you know this is his way. He said, Larry, he said, you can always ask. He said, because the worst thing they can say is no. And, and, and my dad would ask. <laughs> he would ask. If we go into the store and he's buying something, he would ask. He's like, okay, since I'm buying this, can you throw that in? And can you throw that in didn't hurt to ask because sometimes when he asks they do it i say somebody else who's like that my aunt sharon was like that too she would ask and sometimes she get a lot of freebies it doesn't hurt to ask so you never know what is available to you and accessible to you if you simply ask i'll tell you part of that too now let me give you give you some Sometimes people are more inclined to give you what you ask if you have the right attitude. Come in here with me now. It, it, ain't, about, it, ain't, about ha- it ain't even about having a relationship with Jesus. It's about having the right attitude. Uh, people are more inclined to be a blessing to you to do something for you to go above and beyond if you simply have the right attitude. I, I, I worked in, in customer service in several positions while I was in while I was in school. I worked at a bank and a teller. I tell you, there's a lot of things tellers could do. Things rules have changed now. The tellers could do sometimes they didn't do because you didn't have the right attitude. I worked at the service desk at a hotel while I was in college. I can tell you, those people at that desk, there's a lot of things that they can do for you, but it depends on what your attitude is like you come in there with a stinking attitude, then they're not gonna be inclined to do much for you. Dad always said your attitude uh, impacts your altitude. That's true. Even to the matter of just receiving those things which we're talking about, which are accessible. There are things that you can just lay hands on if you have the knowledge and sometimes you just might need to have the right attitude to access what is available to you. I'll give you another example. I was in college. And uh, praise God, God blessed me to have a scholarship while I was there. One one year, uh, I was running low on money. I was a college student. You know how broke college students are. And for those of you who know my family, you know my parents would do anything that I needed. But it was a matter of, I'm thinking I'm trying to be a man. So I'm trying to do things for myself. Amen. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't go too far with it. But you, there are, I think maybe this generation could learn from trying to learn to get to do some things for themselves and not always asking their mama. Because mama's not always going to be there. That's a whole other message. But I, I was trying to do something for myself. There was something I needed money for. And I was going through MTSU to see whether or not there were any available funds that I could pursue. And like I said, we're going to talk about pursue in a minute. Pursue requires a little more, a few more steps. When I got there to try to see if I should pursue after some more scholarship funds, they said, hold on. They said, you have money that's just sitting here that has already been dispersed to you. Now, I don't know how MTSU works now, but if you're in MTSU or in college, you might, need, you might wanna go check. They had the money sitting there. It was for me, it had been disbursed, as they say. In other words, it had been sent to me, but instead of writing a check, it was just sitting there in my account. So all they had to do was write me a check for the money that had already been sent to me that was already in my account. Now, I thought about it several several years later. I'm like, what would they have done with that money <laughs> had, I, had I not asked for it? <laughs> because I, I, I'm of the opinion a lot of times that people have money for it. If you don't ask for it, they're not going to usually come find you. Come on now. There's even a whole website right now that's for unclaimed money. The unclaimed funds. you might want to go on there too. Somebody might need to look there. That might be what's accessible to you right now. Go on that unclaimed fund site and see if somebody has some money that's waiting for you. What I'm meaning is that money was accessible to me. Technically, it was in my account under my name. I just didn't know it was there. So the knowledge that I obtained helped me to lay hold of something that was already mine. It was already mine. And and, and I'm sharing this because there are some things that you are waiting for that you don't have to wait for. Because if you obtain wisdom and knowledge of God, you can just go get it. Somebody say go get it. That means that you can just go lay hands on it. It, it. It's accessible to you it's already yours. It's already in your name. It's already in your account. You don't have to pray for it. You don't have to fight for it. It's already there. Sometimes while we're praying for the thing, maybe we should be like Solomon. And Solomon, when he asked of God, he said, God, give me wisdom. And then God said, because you've asked for wisdom, I'll give you other things. But there are certain things that we can obtain if we simply have the knowledge and the understanding and God's wisdom to lay hold of that, which has already, get this, been deposited in our account. And and I challenge you, I, I dare to say to each of you out there, there are some things that you're waiting for that have already been deposited in your account. It's in an account with your name on it, but you simply have not laid hold. You have not put your hands on that which God has already made accessible and available to you. Some of you, it's gone. Some of you, it might be money. Some of you, it might be jobs. I mean, can, can I, can I, can I give you an, I'll give you another example when it comes to pursuit to my personal testimony because pursuit requires a few more steps that when I went to MTSU I, to, for the, the, for the, uh, that money, I didn't have to pursue it. I didn't even have to fill anything out. They just sent me a check because I made them aware that I wanted that which was already in my account. And somebody right now, instead of petitioning for the thing, God is going to drop some knowledge and wisdom in your spirit. I wish I had some help here. This one, God is going to drop some knowledge and some wisdom in your spirit So that he can simply navigate you to where you need to go to lay hold of that thing that is already yours. And some people are like, are you talking about name it and claim it? No, I'm not saying name it and claim it. Because it already has your name on it. It already, come on here. It already has your name on it. It's accessible and available. The only thing is you haven't found it because you didn't have the knowledge. Didn't have. The knowledge. So, so what I'm saying and praying for somebody right now is that God imparts some knowledge and God and give us wisdom. Somebody say, me, say, give us knowledge, Lord, give us wisdom, Lord, so that we can lay hands on that which God has already deposited in our account. It already, you don't have to ask God to put your name on it. It already has your name on. It. I wish somebody right there was with me because somebody right now has been praying for something and I'm telling you right now, God is saying to you that there is something that is waiting for you that already has your name on. It. <laughs> Hallelujah. It, it already has your name on it. It is already in your name. It has already been deposited in your account. The only thing you have to do is go lay your hands on that which God has already... I wish somebody who needs that, who wants that, would just give God a praise right there that, that God has already put my name on something that I have been praying for. I'm talking about those things that are accessible, those things that God has already deposited in your account. And I'm praying somebody this week will lay hands on something that is already in your name that God has already deposited in your account. Oh, come give him some glory right there for that. I'm, I'm praying that for myself. Hallelujah. Now, now I talked about that, which was accessible, that which God has already put your name on and put your name on it and has already deposited in your account. And now I want to talk to you for a few moments about those things you have to pursue because there's a difference between that, which is accessible and that, which you have to pursue pursue requires some steps. It requires a little more uh, perseverance. It's going to require you to actually go through something. I didn't go through anything when I picked up that check. I told them I needed it. They sent it to me. That was it. Didn't go through anything. When you pursue, there are some steps. There's, there might be some paperwork. There might be a waiting period when you have to pursue something. But the reason I'm telling you about why are you waiting, the first thing was a lack of knowledge because you might need to access things that God has already deposited in your account. Pursue means sometimes you're waiting and God, you're not waiting on it. God's waiting on you. God is waiting on you. Somebody point at somebody, make it personal and tell them God is waiting on you. We often talk about David. Remember David? When they're, 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 they're at uh, Ziklag, when there he's in, the, he's in the, the burning embers of Ziklag and there the, the men, his own men are thinking of stoning him because uh, they have come and taken the camp and taken away the women and the children. And then we always talk about David encouraged himself in the Lord, which is powerful. And then after that, he asked God, do I have permission to pursue? And God tells him, and we love this scripture, but, it's an, but I'm going to flip it on you. It says pursue God tells him, pursue, and without fail, you shall recover all. What he gave him was a command that required action on the part of David. He didn't say, go sit down on that stump over there, and you shall recover all. He didn't say, oh, go on back to bed and lay down, and you shall recover all. Okay, let me t- go this way. He didn't say you can just keep watching TV every day. And, and you can't recover all. He, he didn't say you could sleep half the day. And you recover all. Come on, come in here with me now. He didn't say you could keep procrastinating over those things you're supposed to have done and keep putting it off into later and that you will recover all. He said... Pursue, say it with me, say pursue. There's an action word there. That means David, I have a promise on the other side of what I have commanded you to do. There's a promise. there's There's a guarantee here that if you do what I told you to do, then I guarantee the results. But you have to do something. There's something that I need you to do. This isn't a name and a claimant situation. This isn't a go to the office and, and ask them to write you a check situation. This isn't a situation where your name is just on it. I'm telling you there's something that you have to do to get this. It's like I tell people you want a car, but you don't have a driver's license. Come on now. Oh, Lord, bless me with a car. What are you going to do with it? You don't have a driver's license. I don't, and, and, and let me go on and say that there are things, we say there's nothing God can't do. There is nothing God can't do, but there are some things he won't do. What God won't do is go down to the driver testing center and take a test for you. Come on. And get a license for you doing that so I've gotten to the stage in where I say we need to stop praying for stuff we don't really want don't stop praying for stop. stop wasting God's time on things you don't really want because if you really want it there are some things you'll get your behind out of your bed and make some steps to make sure it happens wake up on one side oh lord I really want a car don't have a job or a driver's license but I really want a car how about God can do all things they get deep on you watch those folks watch talking to them my God don't, don't don't tell me there's nothing God can't do next time tell them what pastor said there's some things God won't do though he won't roll you out of your bed And fill out a job application. He won't pick you up and drop you in the driver's testing center. You got to go do that yourself. So stop praying for it. If you don't really want it. I'm talking about when you want something. Come on now. When you want something. Let me me, me put it in in, in a seasonal aspect. When a woman wants something. I'm talking about a physical thing. And there's nothing wrong with it. If there's an item she wants, men, she, she's going to go after it. And if she has a husband or, or a boo or a babe or somebody, she's going to let you know. Some of them be obvious hints. Whew. It'd really be nice if I had a new refrigerator. You'd be looking around the house, there'd be all kinds of pictures. Of, what's, what's, what is this? All these, all these ads with refrigerators circled in. She's going to send you emails with links to Amazon. <laughs> Come on now. She, she, you know how old some some of these young folks, they still got some old folk tendency. They don't even know where they get it from. You know, old folks used to walk around stuff. Young folks do that too. They go to the mall, they walk around it. Mm, this show looks nice. <laughs> they walking around and trying to claim some new territory. I tell you, you and your, your, the bay and the booby out there. He don't know. He don't understand. They going. They going to eat. She's like, oh, let's, let's 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 run by Best Buy real quick. Let's go over to the appliance section. Oh, you see that? Don't that look nice? Then they'll tell you stuff that makes you want it. You know how you like that crushed ice? Look, this thing. It has the nice, that nice crushed, that crushed ice you like. Oh, it it even, even makes that good ice from Sonic. You know, I got the, it's good, the good ice. You know, before you know it, she got you thinking you want it. You, you checking your wallet. I'm like, hold on, man. I? <laughs> but what I'm saying is she, she's pursuing it. She's going after something that she wants and that she desires. And she's going to continue to take steps until she has that, that she desires, that she wants. And what I'm saying is when we really want something, when we really desire it, 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 it'll wake us up in the morning. That's when you know you want it. That's when you know God's implanted it in your spirit. It'll wake you up in the morning. It'll wake you up in the morning. When, 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 I, when I'm ministering and, and I'm sharing, and God's giving me a word, it wakes me up in the morning. I wake up in the middle of the night, and sometimes I'll be like, I got to write that down. God just implanted something in my spirit. I, I got to go downstairs. I got to go to the office. I got I to gotta type it. I got to write it down. I gotta, because because I, I, I want it. That's something I, I, I desire. And when you want something, when you desire, you'll pursue it and go after it relentlessly. So, again, I'm telling you, stop wasting your time and stop wasting God's time on stuff you don't really want. Because if you really want a car, you get a driver's license. If you really want a job, man, now, you don't even have to leave your house to apply for jobs. You know how people had to, used to have to apply for jobs? I need my old school folks in here you had to go to the newspaper and sometimes you, had to, you didn't get the newspaper so you had to go find the newspaper and then you had to look in the wanted ads and all the ads and try to see if they're hiring jobs and then sometimes old school you just had to go up and ask people go to the job place, hey are y'all hiring? Can I get an application? You just had to drive around town and look for jobs where they said they're hiring now you can leave your behind can sit in your computer chair or on your phone and you can look for jobs And let me tell you right now, right now, almost everybody's hired. Come on now. Almost everybody's hired. If you want a job, they hire. In fact, folks are getting brazen right now. Folks, right now, got jobs and they acting crazy in their job because they know those people don't want to fire them. Had something happened at work a few weeks ago. I'm not going to get into specifics. Because some people watch me who work with me, <laughs> but but they got they got they, this person did something and we we're like, what? I can't believe they did that. And then I thought about it. I was like, what are they going to do? Fire? Because if they fire them, they can't hire anybody else. That's how desperate they are. If you want a job right now, baby, I'm telling you, you ain't look far enough if you ain't got one. Because everybody's hiring. So so the question is. Do I really want it? At some point, we need to stop questioning God, and we need to start questioning ourselves. Am I taking the steps that are necessary to pursue that which I desire, which I want, which I need to go after? Okay, speaking on the job, friendly, let me give you a personal example. A few years ago, I was, I was at a position, and uh, I think I've shared part of this testimony. I was at a position, and I, I desired to raise And God just put something in my spirit and said, This is how God works sometimes. God caused some circumstances to occur that caused me to do what? All I had to do was look. I just decided one day, you know, I promise you, this is how it works. Because this is how God works. This isn't me. This is how God works. On the Thursday, I decided, hey, I might want to look for another position. Had a position. Look for another position on Thursday. I'm talking about in within 20 minutes, saw a position that fit my job description that I was qualified for 20 minutes after I decided that I wanted another position, 20 minutes. We're talking about, when I say God can work immediately, folks, I ain't talking about something I heard about in the Bible. I'm talking about something that I've experienced in my own life. 20 minutes later, I see a job that fits my perfect job description, and I'll just be honest, in my position, there's not a lot of those positions that were open at that time. Now, now, (laughs) there are plenty positions open, but at that time, there weren't. There was one that fit the, the job description, so then I applied for it on Thursday. They emailed me on Thursday night. I had the job interview on Friday. On Saturday morning, she called and offered me the position. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm not telling you about something that I heard about. I'm telling you about something that I know. The only thing that was necessary was God causing my mind to desire to pursue. All I had to do was flip my mind to cause me to want to pursue. And like he told David, if you pursue i make it accessible for you. If you pursue, I'll make it available for you. If you simply pursue it. So I talked about the accessible and I'm about to close. My time is up. I talked about the accessible. Those things that have already have your name on it that have already been deposited in your account. That all we have to seek God is for wisdom and knowledge and we can lay hands on those things. I'll talk to you about the pursuit, just like he told David. I will give it to you, and there's a guarantee that you will receive it if you simply go after it. And part of that is understanding, are we really desiring what we pray for? Make sure that we take the steps that are necessary to go after that, which we say that we desire. And the final thing I want to talk to you about is the disciples. Man confronts the disciples, and he's praying. He said, my my son, he's often... He's often thrown in the fire and he throws himself in the water and he, he's, he, he's grievously vexed by, by a demon. And Jesus approaches the crowd, the group, the disciples with this man who was petitioning the disciples. He's petitioning them and said, can you heal them? And, and, and Jesus approaches and said, what is the commotion? And the man says, he said, I approach your disciples to see if they could heal. And they could not. Jesus was disappointed, but that's a whole other message. But he heals the The disciples say, well, Lord, they took him to the side because they wanted to whisper. They didn't want that man to hear what they had to say to Jesus. They're like, Jesus, hey, Jesus. Why weren't we able to heal him? Jesus said, these kind come only by fasting and praying. These kind come only by fasting and praying. I told you the accessible. I told you the pursuit. Finally, I'm talking about the prayer. Some things require sincere prayer. I'm talking about praying and I'm talking about, and, and let me tell you this, for those of you who wonder, you know when you're praying on another level. There are levels of praying. Oh, you need some examples? Okay. In, in the morning, I use the prayer. Say, Lord, thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to see another day. Lord, I thank you for your blessings, for your grace, and your mercy to me. That's that's one. one that's one level of prayer. You know, I guess below that is now lay me down to sleep, and, and Lord, thank you for this meal. <laughs> but we won't, we won't go that far. But, 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 but let's like, just a basic Lord. This word. And then there's another level where you're more specific. You're like, Lord, I have a meeting on this week with this person that, the, Lord, you know that, that she brings something else out of me, Lord. And I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to stay saved today. So Lord, touch my heart and my mind and, and Lord, constrain my tongue so I don't say things. If you ain't praying that, that's uh, maybe why you in the situation you in. But you might need to pray that prayer sometimes. And sometimes you just know it's going to be a difficult day. Lord, Lord, there, there, I, I have this meeting today with these folks. And, and Lord, last time I almost got out of line. If your Holy Spirit didn't yank me back, I was about to go somewhere where I didn't need to go. Lord, touch me in this moment. I'm talking about that specific prayer that you're praying regarding your life, regarding that day, regarding a situation. And then there's a level of prayer and there may be something in between for the purpose of this message and that's concluding. There's a prayer that you pray when you're so torn up by your situation that you don't even have the words. You don't even have the words. And it's emotional for some of us because we, we, we've been there. You don't even have. You don't even have the words. if you do have some words, I'm just going to tell you what I say. When I don't know what to say, I just say Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I'm, don't even know how to articulate what I need to say, but, but but in this moment when I'm when I'm overcome by this circumstance and this situation, all I know, the only name I know to call on is Jesus. Jesus. You're devastating news, and you just say, Jesus, I need you, I need you. I need you to fix it. I need you to, to work on it, Lord, I need you to heal, Lord, I, I need you to deal with it. And and there's something that's reflexive about calling the name Jesus because when you say Jesus, not only is the name powerful enough to work on that situation, but the name is also powerful enough to bring you some peace where you are. So when I say Jesus, I'm saying, Jesus, I need you to do something about what's happening on the outside. But at the same time, Lord, Jesus, I need you to work on me. I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. So Jesus, while you're walking on the outside, Jesus, I need you to bring me some peace. On the inside, Jesus, I need you to keep me calm. Jesus, I need you to release depression and anxiety. Jesus, I need you to rebuke this right now in the name of Jesus. I don't know how to fix it. I don't know what to say. I don't even know what to pray for. But Lord, I'm saying Jesus because this is a situation where your word says when we don't know how to pray like we ought to, the Holy Spirit itself will make intercession for us. Understanding our groanings and those utterances that don't make sense to anybody else. But Lord, the only thing that I can say in this moment at this time is Jesus. Hmm. Oh, Shabbat. Because Jesus can intervene in situations that you don't understand. Just just calling the name of Jesus can intervene when you don't know what you need to pray for. Lord, I I, I don't even know what to say to this, but Lord, I'm just calling on the name of Shabbat. testimony about this prayer because many of you know it it was November it's 2008 and I I was driving home on a back country road and the road was a little wet and then all of a sudden while, while I was trying to navigate a small turn my back tires came from behind my truck and it swept me off about an eight foot embankment off the road into a field and while, and while I was sliding in the field, thank God I had my seatbelt on and I, I was, had, I, my hands were on the wheel, but I was not in control of the vehicle. I didn't have time for a long prayer. I didn't have time to articulate what I needed. I didn't have time to say all of the things that I might have said if I were down on my knees. But in a few seconds, I was able to say, Jesus, don't say. Jesus. Jesus. And my standing here right now is a testimony that there is power. My standing here here is a testimony that there is power. My being here is a testimony. That there is power. It's power. It's power. It's power. In the name of Jesus. Even if I had time, I couldn't have asked God to keep me away from the telephone pole. Even if I, had, I, 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 I didn't have time, even if I could have seen it, I didn't even see it. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying when, when, when Jesus can intervene in time, just saying the name of Jesus can intervene in time when you don't know what to say. It can intervene in time when you don't even have time to say it. I didn't have time to get down on my knees and say, Lord, please do not allow me to hit this telephone pole. And even if I had time again, I didn't even see it. it I didn't see it, but I just said Jesus, and somehow God caused my. I wish, I wish I had taken pictures of the tracks. The tracks of my truck slide off the road directly towards the telephone, and in a matter of a few feet some reason my truck which was going on one trajectory suddenly turned to the right and missed the pole by just a few feet i can't explain it i wasn't in control of the vehicle i can't explain it because it doesn't match the pattern of the way the truck was going the only thing i know is that god must have turned So, I'm not asking you, is there power in the name of Jesus? I'm not asking you. I don't have to ask. I'm not even hoping that there's power in the name of Jesus. But I'm a living witness that there is power. There is power. There is power. There is power. There is power in the name of Jesus. So when it's not accessible for you, when it's not a situation that you even have permission to pursue, there's yet power in prayer and there's power in the name of Jesus everyone stand until your feet put those hands together and give God some praise hallelujah hallelujah can I pray with you heavenly father lord we thank you for this moment lord we thank you for your word to come and instruct us to encourage us to direct us Lord to give us some insight as to why we may be waiting some things we just need more knowledge we need more wisdom and Lord they're right there for us it already has our name on it Lord there are other things that we have to go after and Lord you've given us a guarantee but first we must do something we must pursue we must go after we must work for that which you promised we will obtain. And Lord, there are some things that can only be wrought by the power of prayer. Strengthen us, Lord, during these times. Help us to be reminded that there's power in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we ask all these things in our son Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, put those hands together and give God some praise. If you've been watching us by social media, we pray that you've been blessed by what you've heard and we pray that you will continue to live with hope and expectation until we shall see you again. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Giveify. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, Just look for Bright Temple in the two line and in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.